Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone, welcome to Cornerstone Conversations this week, and I'd just like to also welcome my co-host Matt Koenig. Thank you, Neil Wright. <laughs> How are you? I'm, uh, I'm here. Great. No, I'm good. good, I'm good, it's great to be here, another hmm. podcast, uh, yep. we're, we're moving towards 100 at a snail's face. <laughs> I think this is our third week in a row that we've actually done one. Oh, my gosh. What's going on? Tradition. We've established a tradition. A tradition. Yeah, three yeah. in a row. Fantastic. Yeah. Good work. Um, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so how was your week? You going all right? Uh, week was all right. I, I wasn't able to be here in person on Sunday. I had mm. a, some weird dizzy thing going on. I couldn't, mm. couldn't do much, but yeah. listen to the message. Good message. Thank you. Um, it's good to good to be able to join in online, uh, yeah, which is available go. on our website ccfnt.org.au every Sunday. Um, join on, be yes. a part of it. It's good. Sounds good. And if you miss the message, you can always listen to the podcast. Well, you can listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that is also another way of catching up. That's right with the message because we talk about the message from the weekend. We do in our podcast. We do talk about the message from the weekend. Yeah. So this week. We are talking about the Ephesians prayers. Yes. Ephesians 1, Ephesians yes. 3. We are talking about Ephesians 1 and <laughs> Ephesians 3. Are we about yes. to get uh, swamped by fans? Uh, no, no, the fans <laughs> have been captured at the door. <laughs> Special mention, shout out to my biggest fan. Jeshua. Jeshua, my two-year-old son who keeps trying to bust in through the door. Um, <laughs> But, uh, he's he's just visiting the cafe, getting his morning caffeine fix at Corner Cafe. Nice. Wednesday to Friday. Friday. Wednesday to Friday. Open yeah. from uh, Eight, what seven? Seven till seven one. till one thirty. Uh, and now open again on Saturday mornings from eight until eleven. Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. That's good. It is great. Anyway, back to the message. Back to the message. Stop getting distracted now. So this week we we've been going through the book of Malachi and still got a couple of messages left on that but I we had a bit of a detour to these prayers. Yes. Uh we've got prayer this Sunday at church and I just wanted to really uh put before everyone something to pray during the week. So yep. I found these prayers so amazing, uh so deep, I guess as Paul was writing about uh, what he was praying about for the people in Ephesus. And so what what we're doing is each day praying in the morning, one of the prayers, praying in the evening, another one. I don't know what everyone else is doing. That's what I'm doing. Actually, I'm praying in both each time. But, mm. you know, do yeah. it however you want. Yep. Um, and it's not just to, to get, you know, this is the formula that we do, but there's such deep truths in these prayers and also... Um, I think it's a really good thing for us to actually develop what they call spiritual disciplines. Yes. Do you like that word? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, discipline is not a not a word that I enjoy, ah. especially when I'm on the receiving end because it means you're not really doing stuff the right way and you need a, <laughs> you need a bit of help. Yeah. Um, and often that can be quite challenging. So this uh, discipline although, is to change your habits. Yeah, change your habits. It's, it's, a, it's a great tool a great encouragement i think um yeah yeah loving it and it is something that we can lose like in in the church i guess because we you know aren't living that liturgical life so much anymore yeah so you know they might have had morning prayers evening prayers and you know all those sorts of things um jesus did it regularly 
discipline himself in actual read about people, you know, up on the roof at three o'clock praying. Yeah. As they always did. Um, and it's a good way to get into the habit of prayer uh, because you make it a habit. And, yep. and you might think, well, that, is that dead or is that just religious? Um, as we've been going through the book of Malachi, everything is dead with the wrong motive. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So if your motive for prayer is, is really to, you know, find that place in God and understanding of God and mm. to pray for things to change, great. Yeah. So why do we want these prayers uh, to be prayed? When I look at them, there's sort of some big things in here for me that really stand out. One is the immense power of God, yep. which um, we just sometimes neglect, yep. and the authority that we have in prayer because of Christ and his actual authority um, on earth that he's far above everything else, anyone else that's ever created, will be created. Jesus is being given authority and we are in him. Yeah. So... I think sometimes Christians sort of get a, a wrong view of what things are like on earth as though, you know, Satan's power is somehow great. Um, that the enemy really is the one who, you know, has the upper hand. Mm. And often he does in our lives. But I think sometimes that's because we don't understand the positional truth that we are now in Christ Jesus and that he has given us authority just as he declared to the disciples, behold, I give you authority. Mm over all the serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy that, you know, we, we know there's other verses that would say, you know, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Uh, yep. It says to be on the lookout for the devil. He wanders around like a roaring lion yep. seeking whom he can devour. So that gives us a picture of, you know, who's weak, who's not, you know, standing in Christ the way they should. Let me get them. And so our job is to build up that strength, to build up the knowledge of God mm so that we actually understand those truths and it brings us to a very powerful position. Yep. So, I haven't actually written out the verses here today. No, you um, haven't. But we can read them out. I'm very confused, we? Neil. I'm looking at the notes that you provided me with and <laughs> and uh you can't remember. Yeah, no, I can. I just I just I actually thought it was the reading, but it's not. It's the notes that you've been sending out, which are very good, I must say. Oh, thank you. Um and you know, I've I've you know, you, you sort of threw these prayers at me a cu probably a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah. and been working through them myself before we, we even got into the, the message on Sunday. And just, yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. As you say, first and foremost, to remind you who God is and mm. the, the authority and power that is in uh, our walk with Jesus mm. uh, because of who God is. And, and you know, again, love the, love the opportunity to get into that disciplined place Um Again, not out of obligation or out of mm. just routine, um, but yeah, like I, I think, um, yeah, it's been been a good process. Anyway, so what are we reading? Ephesians one. Are we going to yeah. start there? I'll read that one. You yeah. can read the Ephesians three. Okay. So Ephesians one verse fifteen. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I've not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people, who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you'll understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead, seated him at the place of honour at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. 
Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body, it is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. Awesome. Love it. Great, isn't it? That's good, man. That's really good. So when we look at that one, so I can do the notes on that. You can do the notes on the other one. How about that? How how do we navigate (laughs) the the notes? That's what I want to know. Well, I think really just for us, first of all, as we pray that. I see you've got all Ephesians 1 in the morning. I do. And all of Ephesians 3 in the evening. Yes, I do. I now understand your notes. (laughs) I'm like, I was trying to, yeah. I was yes. looking at the dates thinking this doesn't line up probably, dude. But, but it, it does. But it does. Yeah, there you go. It's amazing. <laughs> so from this first prayer, yeah. there's certain things that I think have really highlighted yep. for me. One is yep. the spiritual wisdom. Yep. That we want to have that wisdom. It's the wisdom from above. Yes. Um, spiritual insight or revelation. So God opening up the truths concerning his divine things. All right. So yep. revealing of who he is. Yep. And what the benefits of salvation are. Yes. And the knowledge of him yes. is about the knowledge of his holy call and the blessings that are constantly being poured out on his people. Yep. Uh, revelation of his nature, the dignity given to us and his benefits towards us. Yep. Um, and so God wants to reveal these things to us. So I think, you know, often we will we'll ask for things or for people. Yep. But the true revelation that happens when we when we pray this way, actually opens up our heart to receive God. Yeah. All right. And we'll get yeah. more of that in Ephesians 3 prayer where, yeah. where he talks about it. But God wants to flood our hearts with light. All right. So our soul's illuminated. Yes. Um, we can see him clearly. Yeah. That we can see ourselves clearly as well. So the, the things that are inside of us that, you know, aren't of God mm. become revealed. Yeah. And we can see the state of our own heart. Yeah. Um, why do we need that? Because that way we're going to understand the amazing hope we have in him. Mm. All right. And I think, you know, I, I talked a little bit about it on the weekend that, that often, you know, and one of the songs we sang was about, you know, I'm holding on by a thread of hope. But that's actually not how a Christian should be. That's actually the worldly way of looking at things. So mm. it's like if I'm doing that, then I'm not understanding who God is. Yeah, yeah. And so the hope that we hold on to is like that anchor steadfast sure and true Mm. and it's part of that journey of faith so when paul's talking about love in the chapter about love he says three things remain faith hope and love the greatest of these is love so when we look at that and and again the next prayer we'll sort of talk about love a a bit but you got we've got our faith in him that means we fully believe that he is able to do what he says and even more um hope is the sub so faith being the substance of things hoped for. Yep. Now that means the things being hoped for must be large, right? Strong uh and true, because if I've got faith and it's a substance of things hoped for, it means that the hope that we're holding on to as Christians is not worldly hope. Mm. It's not like oh I hope this happens. Yeah. It's actually a different type of hope. It's a hope that that actually has an expectation of God's movement in our lives and mm. in the things around us. So, you know, while I understand, you know, the song is like sometimes we feel like that or, you know, I'm just holding on to this, that's because we're not looking at God. Yeah. And as soon as we don't look at God, we've only got human hope 
which will fail us every single time. Mm. And so it's like that hope and faith and love are intertwined and make that threefold chord, you know, that is not easily broken. And and so for us, um, it's really important to understand that, which is why we need our hearts flooded with that light to illuminate that yeah. to us. Yep. And then it starts to talk about the power being made available to us as people who call Jesus our saviour and devote ourselves to him. So we're not talking about us having, you know, unlimited power and authority in ourselves. No. And it's not talking about us, you know, ordering angels about or, you know, blab it and grab it. It's about... (laughs) (laughs) Blab it, grab it. Love it. Yeah. It's about the power that is there for the advantage of those who believe and for the benefit of the church. Yeah, yeah. So that his kingdom can be established. Um, But the great thing about it is that that works on our minds um, and it has the root word, um, which actually we get our word dynamite from dunamis power. And that is important to understand. So it's the power that is just in a thing or a person, the power for performing miracles, moral power and excellence of souls. So the power that works in our soul is to actually transform us. Yeah. Uh, power and influence belongs to riches and wealth, power and resource arising from numbers, power consisting in or resting upon armies, forces or hosts. And the ultimate display of that, which is said in this prayer, is that this is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Yeah. That's quite a lot of power, isn't it? That is a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, that is a, that is a lot of power. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it is that, yeah, it's 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 a reminder of, again, as this whole prayer does, is remind us of who God is mm. and what he's doing. Um, you know, the the strength and the power that we have access to, as as you say, it's not a blab it and grab it thing. I think mm. the, the thing that really jumps out at me is that, um, you know, God has put all, th- uh, where is it from verse 22 in that, in that passage, that God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him the head over all things. Yep for the benefit of the church. So, yeah. you know, Christ is the one that has all that power. Mm. Um, and it's so when we are in line with Christ's thinking, yep. that's when, when the power is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and our, you know, as a church, we are his body. So we're enacting out the things that Christ has, you know, like if you think about your human body, you know, your, your mm. head is what is giving all the instructions to the body yep. um, as to what, as to what it's doing. Um, and and so just just with that in mind, recognizing that that is Jesus with that power that filters in through us for us to enact on those things. Yep. Um, you know, I think it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's really good. But but yeah. definitely that that reminder of the the incredible power that that God has and that Jesus has and that we have through Him. You know, I think again we can we can get into that place where we we lose sight of of that incredible power mm. and, and the, the means and the access that we have to that. Um, whether that's through just because we're going through the motions and doing things out of obligation or whether that's because we don't have that, that true connection that, you yeah. know, we're, you know, is it a string of hope or is it, you know, is it that solid connection like we should have, or is there no connection there at all? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. And, and again, this prayer is so that we can actually understand that. Yeah. Yep. Until we understand Absolutely. that, you know, and that God is actually for us, not against yes. us, you know, and and this is, you know, important to understand because if we don't believe someone's for us, then how can we ever have access to what the benefits are of that? Yep. 
Um, yeah, and I just love it that he's given the name above all names. He's the head of all things. And it's not just like he's just a little bit above everyone else. Mm. You know, there's no, there's actually no contest. Verse 21, he is far above yep. any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Mm. There's no contest. No. You know, and because we're joined with him, we're able to share that, and that's because we're surrendering to him. So it's yeah. only in that surrender to Christ. Um, but I love it because it's just this picture of the whole church being swept up in his presence yep. and his blessing. Um, what a joy that is for us as believers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if we could understand that, I think, and yeah, as you read out the next lot there, it'll give us this idea that whatever we can do, or whatever we can think and whatever we think God can do, he's far above that. Yeah. He has that authority. All right, Matt, well, how about we go into Ephesians 3 then? Ephesians 3, yep. yep. And and uh, where are we starting from in Ephesians 3? Oh, hang on. That's why it doesn't make sense. I've start, gone over Verse to Ephesians. Verse 14. Verse 14, of course it is. I was on Ephesians 4 and <laughs> there wasn't a little... There wasn't a... I'm like, I'm sure there was a heading here when I looked at this last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Ephesians 3, starting from verse 14... It says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Your roots would grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. And then you'll be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever Amen. 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 What a prayer, man. That's just mm. such an encouragement to read that. And I, that's what I've appreciated about this over the last couple of weeks is just reading through both of those and just, mm. again, the reminder of who God is and, and actually that he wants to be working in and through us, um, you know, that he wants to bring stuff that's that's in us that's not of him out into the, from the from that darkness into the light where things can't exist. And then, and yeah. then as we've just read... You know, again, just recognizing the power that is in us through His Spirit, and and the invitation there is to live in Him, and mm-hmm. and for us to grow down into this incredible love that He has for us. Yeah. Um. You know, for for the purposes of bringing glory to God in everything that we do. You know, yeah. like I just. Yeah, it's good, dude. It's really good. <laughs> it is. A, yeah. Yeah. So I look at that, you know, um, that Christ would make his home in our hearts. Yeah. It's like this, you know, he's camped there yep. forever. Like, yeah. It's not that casual relationship. And I just love the way that Paul's saying, listen, guys, you'll never understand God's love, mm. really. Mm. But I'm going to pray that you understand it. Yeah. And that you experience it. Yeah. And I think for me, like when I read that, it was like, yeah, it's like if I experience the love, I might not fully understand it, but I understand it. 
Do yeah. you know what I mean? I understand yeah. the implications of that love. Yeah. And I feel loved. Yeah. And from that love, I can actually start to walk in that power that is, you know, offering to us. Yes. Because I know that he actually really wants to do a work in me and through me as well and through the whole church, of course. Um, yeah. So, Matt, when does God run out of provision? Yeah, it doesn't. Hmm. Yeah, unending, unlimited resource. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a pretty big picture, isn't it? It's it's a bit hard to understand, actually. Comprehend, maybe. Yeah, it you know, is. But, but as you say, it's like the love thing. As you as you experience the love, you understand. Like you gain understanding of it. And so the, I think the same applies with his unlimited resource. Hmm. Um, you know, that's just... I think we forget that again we forget that sometimes we forget who God is and the fact that he has that unlimited resource yeah to 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 be in to to use for his works and and all of that kind of stuff and so you know um being in that space of remembering what God's got access to that power that he invites mm. us into the you know the love conquers all type yeah thing yeah, and, and I love right. what you're saying about love. about you know making Jesus a constant companion. Mm. You know, it's like he's he's actually moved into our he he's in our hearts, he's moved into our house, he's in you know, he's he's not just dropping by for a cuppa and then <laughs> yeah, leaving right. again yeah, and you exactly. know, you have someone coming over so you quickly scramble around and you grab all the bits off the bench and <laughs> yeah. you know, shove it somewhere where people don't go, but he's actually he's a permanent residence and he knows what's behind he knows what's behind that door. That's yeah. got all the stuff junked up in there, and and he comes and cleans it for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, pretty much like um, no, yeah. but you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's, and and I, I mean, you've used the example before of like you you carry Jesus around in your back pocket, sort mm. of thing, or you you know, like you go you go somewhere and you say, oh Jesus, just wait in the car for a minute. I'm yeah. just going to go off and do <laughs> yeah. this for a minute. You, you don't want to come. You here. don't want to come with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Just stay in the car. But you know, like the, he's he's constantly there, and and. Again, I think we need to be reminded of that, mm. not from a, not from well, a guilt perspective, not from really. a guilt perspective, but that's there as well. You yeah, know, like yeah, I think yeah. that's it's and it's a it's a it's good to a have guilt a from love, yeah, not a guilt from punishment or yes. anything. Like but punishment has been taken, and yep. and we need to remember that yep. as well. Um, but I now I've lost my train of thought that I was thinking of, but it's like. Nah, it's gone. It was there, and then I lost it. <laughs> yeah, like, what was I talking, talking about? Talking about Jesus coming with you and being part of your life, staying. Yeah, with I mean, you. well, so so yeah. As you do that, remembering that you have this power, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, mm. you have the unlimited resource that God has, and He wants to He wants to give us His wisdom and yes, power and authority over stuff. And as we remember that, and as we uh, mindful of those things, it impacts the way that we walk our daily lives. Yeah. Well, it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so I, again, this is this has been just a great reminder of you mm. know, what God has invited us into. Yeah. Um, and inviting Him into every single space of our lives, and not, you know, not trying to keep things compartmentalized. And I, you know, God, you can be in this part of my life, and mm. but then there's this other stuff that I want to do, which is just. Yeah, you know, 
you can you can stay out of that. I got that. I got control of that. You know, yeah, like it's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. So, what I mean, and it's like I love it that it says the glorious unlimited resources. Yep. And so it's not just a guarantee of the supplier, but also the quality of the supplier. So yep. glorious is excellent. And you know, when we think about that. The provision from God, you know, there, there's a verse that says every good and every perfect gift comes from the Father yeah, yeah. of lights, who's there is no shadow of turning. So, in other words, He doesn't change from that. Yeah. The good and perfect gifts flow from Him towards us, mm. and I think you know there there is sometimes this whole thing of you know, oh no, no, I can't ask for too much. I don't, you know, I'm not worthy of that. And I mean, of course, you're not worthy in a natural sense, but when God talks about us being his inheritance. Yeah. That just changes the whole thing. It's like, wait a minute, that God's inheritance is us. So to to him we're valuable. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. wouldn't you want to pour out your love? Yes. And and I think part of that is where we have a heart that that feels like oh if God gives me stuff, it's going to be corrupt. Mm. You know, my heart's corrupt and I'll be greedy if I ask for anything, you know. But if you're actually truly in Christ Jesus, you don't do that. Mm. You don't ask amiss. You ask according to his will. And that's what John 15 talks about, you know. If you're abiding in the vine, yeah, you can ask whatever you want. Yeah. You'll have it. Yeah. Of course you will because you're not asking the wrong way. No. You're, you're combined with his purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing that the last sort of thing that I'd like to talk about, and you can grab something else if you want, um, is just that whole thing of what he can do is far above, like infinitely yeah. above yeah. what we can ask or even think. Yeah. What does that mean to you, Matt? Well, I think I think a really key thing that jumps out at me in that is that it's what he can do. Yeah. You know, like it. You know, it talks about it. It's God that's doing the work. Yeah. You know, like. His his mighty power at work within us. Yeah. You know, and so again, there's this this place of invitation that we need to get into, where we're letting God mm. be in that space of working within us. You know, He can He can do all things, and it's like what you were saying before, in terms of that attitude of oh, if I get whatever I'm asking for, it's going to become corrupted. Mm. But it's allowing God to work through us. You know, allowing God to give us. Like there's all these things that it's not things that we personally have to do, but it's God's provision in us, giving us yep. his wisdom, giving us his spirit, giving us his power, his authority. It's not stuff that we have to earn or achieve. Yeah. Other than to say, God, you can have it all. Yeah. And and to to be faithful in that. I think that's, you know, and, and through that, he can do infinitely more. It's yep. <laughs> it really got nothing, you know. Like again, my ca- one of my favorite catchphrases, catchphrases is is get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that is that thing of being there but not being a blockage. Yep. And just letting God work through it, and that's yeah. I think that's one of the the crazy things is that yeah. God actually reveals His glory in the world through the church. Yeah. If we don't partake in it, yeah. There's something missing. Yeah. And. Why he's chosen to do that um, is to show his glory that, you know, I want to work through these people 
yep. to show my glory, that yep. I can take the foolish things and make them wise, that I can take the weak and make them strong, I can take yep. the poor and make them rich. Yep. Whatever it might be, that 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 is the display of God's power in us. Mm, mm. You know, like, yeah, you're, you're not great on your own, um, but with this power, you know, it suddenly lifts you up to this different level of, you know, a spiritual wisdom, a spiritual insight. Nothing yep. to do with us yep. and, and with that heart of, you know. And, yeah, I just like that too, you know, but it's even about what we can even think, you know. And yeah. and for yep. me, it's like this is a challenge for me to go, whatever I ask for, I should ask for more than that. Yeah. And even that is so pitiful compared to what God can do and wants to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like my my wildest thought, my greatest request, placed next to that glory of God. It's just like this tiny little speck of the absolute unlimited power of God. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, and and well, the last one says this: this glory is to be shown through His church. Yep. And through His Son, Christ Jesus, generation upon generation. So that brightness of the sun, the glory of God. It's meant to be shining through the church. Yeah. And so we should take ownership of that. Yep. And not hide our light. Yep. Right yeah. on. Right on. It's good, dude. Let's do it. Amen. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>